Welcome to 12-Minute Talks, where important information is shared in a short time period. Learn from other business owners, entrepreneurs, and experts about what they do to help you find solutions to everyday topics in 12 minutes or less. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the 12-Minute Talks podcast. I'm excited to have with us today Jude Charles. He's the CEO of Jude Charles & Company where he's a filmmaker that over the past 15 years, he's been producing documentaries for purpose-driven entrepreneurs, including um, stories for Google, Steve Harvey, and dozens of other visionary CEOs. Uh, Jude, thank you so much for being on today. Thank you for having me. I'm, I'm looking forward to this conversation and uh, being able to geek out about storytelling. Yeah, it's, it's definitely a, an interesting topic uh, to discuss since I think it's something that a lot of people do, but they might also need help with, right, to get started. Right. Um, So what do you tell the audience a little bit about how you got started in this industry, June? Sure. So I uh, I was 17 years old in a TV production classroom in high school, and the teacher, Mrs. Donnelly, taught me everything she knew about video production. But then at the end of the year, May 4th, 2006, she said to me, Jude, you're really, really talented at video production. I think you should start a business. Now, I'm the youngest of 10 children. My father worked at a, he was a construction worker. My mother worked at a chair factory. And I knew nothing about what it meant to be an entrepreneur. But the following day, May 5th, 2006, Mrs. Donnelly handed me a yellow envelope. And inside of the yellow envelope, when I looked inside, was my first set of business cards. And that's literally how I got started in business uh, almost 15 years ago. Um, What I do is I help entrepreneurs not only tell their story, but show their story. So I show the behind the scenes of who they are and what they do as they're leading their businesses. Um, that way, other people who want, who may want to work with them, who may want to join their tribe, will get to build a real connection, a real relationship with them and, and follow them along on the journey. Fantastic. So definitely major props to Ms. Donnelly, I think you <laughs> yes. mentioned, yes. right? Yeah. That you don't see that too often, but you know, she got you set on the right path, it seems. For sure. Um, yeah. Great. And and so, yeah, I mean, a lot of business owners need help with what you're talking about. So a lot of people think, oh, I have, you know, a thousand, two thousand followers. Mm-hmm. Why isn't that translating to actual business? Right. Because like I say, you know, followers are good, but they don't pay the bills. Right. So right. <laughs> so what do you think uh, could be some disconnect? Uh, maybe somebody that has a larger following that's not really getting monetizing their following let's say yeah i think i always tell my clients the first most important thing that people need to know about you is your story how did you get to where you are today just like you asked me at the beginning of this podcast like how did i get to where i am today i told you the story the very specific moment in time the very specific day that mrs donnelly gave me business cards right well 17 years old if i'm going into business for myself that means i have to have courage to do that you know and so that tells you a little bit more about me I think it's that is that's a missing piece in business is not only telling your story, but then being vulnerable about the journey along that pathway. So, for example, the first five years in business for me, I failed. I, I, I struggled to make money to the point that even um, there was a day I found out that my client had made one million dollars. But on that same day, my car was being repossessed for the second time in eight months. Right. I share that story because I, I, I always tell people that it always hasn't been an easy road for me, but I'm still here 15 years later because I did figure out how to be an entrepreneur and not just learn how to tell a story. 
I think it's those things like learning how to tell your story first and then being vulnerable about that story, being authentic about that story. That's what will help translate people that are following you on social media to want to buy whatever it is that you have to sell, whether it's a product or if it's a service, they will want to buy it not because of the thing, they want to buy it because of you, who you are as a human being. Great. And, and so, yeah, I mean, they always say that people like to buy from people that they like, know, and trust, right? That's yes. yep. what you hear all the time. Yep. So what you're saying is basically that if people create stories around themselves and their products, people will then obviously, you know, if they're talking to the right person, of course, right, yes. uh, yeah. that, that'll translate. Um, and so do you help people with like, just filming their story or do you help them actually like write their story first we work on the actual story so i do a thing called road mapping and in road mapping i walk the client through understanding just like you mentioned the no like and trust factor i want to know who you are i want other people to like what you have to say and trust that you can provide the solution to their needs so how do we do that first phase of road mapping is what i call dramatic clarity so that's where we're getting clear on your brand what you stand for then there's dramatic demonstration. Now, dramatic demonstration is the big, that's the heart of everything. That is where we take the story that you've been telling. Like you might say to me, one of your core values is integrity. Well, what I would do in video is I say, okay, tell me about a very specific moment in time where integrity showed up in your business. Meaning, when was there a time that you had to walk away from the table because the person wasn't the right fit, right? I want to see that and see how that plays out behind the scenes. And then the last part is dramatic leverage. Dramatic leverage is how do we take this story, this video that we've created, and then help you to repurpose that video to help you reach your business goals. But it starts with understanding what your story is, and that's what starts in dramatic clarity. And so, yes, I walk clients first through understanding their story, making sure they have a story. Everyone has a story, but making sure they have a, a compelling story to tell and then creating the video from that point. Now, not every client moves forward with creating a video, but sometimes it's more important to understand your story and then start using that in your marketing. Right. And that yeah. was going to be my next question because some people, <laughs> you know, they don't like doing video. Like for the podcast, I always give the option. Do you want to do video or audio? I prefer video just because you get more things out of it than just the audio part. Right. Right. Yeah. Um, so, so besides the video, okay. So you help them create their story. Um, what do you think um, have you seen that are like some roadblocks that people have when it comes to even making their story and maybe um, like combining their story to their product or service? I think some people downplay their story, right? I think um, we overthink what it means to have, to have a story. So for example, um, I think that in 2022, as we're recording this, um, people have made storytelling a buzzword. And so they try to tell you, oh, there's these structures to story. The one thing you need to know about storytelling, it's about a very specific moment in time. That's it. Very specific moment in time. Just like I told you about the moment in time when Mrs. Donnelly handed me my first set of business cards or about the moment in time that I woke up at 7 a.m. and I saw a tow truck driver outside repossessing my car. Right. It's a very specific moment in time. Um, and so I think that's what what holds people up or makes them apprehensive is like they want to get it right. And it's don't worry about getting it right. Just tell me about the very specific walk me through that day. So for example, I, um, I have a friend named Jariel, and she is a doula. So she helps um, new parents when they're having babies, right? And she has this thing called a white noise machine. And so she, when, 
if the baby is born and then they hire her for to be a postpartum doula, then she'll watch the baby overnight while the parents, you know, try to get adjusted to the new life. Well, this white noise machine helps the baby sleep at night. And if they can sleep at night, that means the next day they won't be as irritated. This client that she had, the baby not only had just been born, had just had shots, but also had to have surgery when they were born. So the baby was very, very irritated. On her first night, she left this white noise machine. Baby slept through the night. She left and she left the white noise machine, came back the next day. And the parents, as soon as she walked through the door, almost kissed her on her lips because they're like, oh, my gosh, you don't know how happy we are to see the baby relieved, to see them sleeping. It made like we want to just pay you for this white noise machine. Well, that's a story, right? Because now Jariel has to go. She had to give the, the parent the white noise machine. So now she has to go back to bye bye baby to buy the white noise machine again. As she's going back to buy the white noise machine, she could be telling that story as we're seeing her picking this white noise machine off the shelf. That's what I mean by like people getting held up by storytelling. That's a very simple story. It's about a very specific moment in time that Jariel had this white noise machine and she wanted to walk you through understanding that she's not only going to be able to help you when you have a baby, but she knows the right tools that you need, right? That's right. what it takes to be able to tell a story. Just focus on the specific moment in time and walk me through it. Well, and definitely the details, I think, because the way that you tell your story, yeah. uh, I can almost see, you know, the newborn child and going through all that and the white noise, right? So yep. I, that's that's very important, too. Yes. Um, and so I know, I think another question that a lot of people get caught up on um, that maybe limits them when doing video or doing stories, right, is oh, what platform? Should I do this for Facebook? Should I do this for TikTok now? That's like the new thing, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and what would you say um, is your answer to that? I think I have an idea where you're going to go with this, but I want to <laughs> hear from you since you're the expert. Yeah, I think it's the platform that your audience, like where you have the most people that are paying attention to you, that's engaging with you, that's commenting with you, that's the platform you want to use. And I do recommend you stick with one platform. Because trying to put everything on all the different platforms when you're starting out, it can be a lot because posting takes a lot of time. I would recommend, so for example, for me, I get the most engagement on Facebook and Instagram. So I'm not on TikTok. I'm not on LinkedIn as much. I post to those places, but I post first to my Instagram and then my Facebook because that's where I'm getting engagements. That's where I get comments. That's where I'm getting people that you know are interacting and want to see what I'm posting. I would start with the platform where you have the most people that are engaged first. And then if you have time, yes, for sure, the other platforms, but focus on one platform first. Yeah. Yeah, that totally makes sense. You know, yeah. like you want to be the TikTok star and it's like, <laughs> you don't even know how to use it. So, right, you know, exactly. Like, why don't we yeah. start with Facebook? We've all, um, as an example, right? But yep. it, yeah. it all depends, you know, and you can certainly use other platforms maybe to get inspiration of, yeah things that you want to do but definitely building that following is is important mm -hmm. and so Jude this has been very enlightening information I think for a lot of people how yes. can somebody and by the way do you work with people in person or virtually how how do you do most of your business so road mapping which is the consulting session that's where I help people craft their story and then learn how to use it in their business that happens, that can happen virtually or in person. Video production itself, I do in person. So I still go to my client. Uh, most of my clients come from out of town. I live in South Florida, but I fly to my clients and I film with them out of town. Um, but most of like, if you're looking to understand how to craft your story, that's going, I can do that virtually. 
just reach out to me. And I know that's going to be your next question, but like the way to reach out to me, the way to learn more about this, learn how to leverage your story, craft your story and then leverage it in your business. The best way to do that is through my uh, newsletter. I have a newsletter where I teach on these topics and that's judecharles.co forward slash newsletter. And you'll be able to see the information. You do have to apply to be on the list. I don't just let everyone on there, but um, that's the best way to reach out to me and be able to, to learn how to get better at telling your story, learn how to leverage your story in a very, very simple and effective way. Fantastic. And like always, I will have all of the links down below. So yes. you definitely saved me the extra question there. Um, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> um, and I just wanted to quickly introduce myself for those of you that don't know who I am. Uh, my name is Lorena Tomasini, and I'm the owner of Mom Life and Health Insurance Agency. We're together with my mom. We help other businesses and families with their financial protection needs. And uh, Jude, we do have one last question for you here. Sure. Um, it's going to be a random one. Let's see. <laughs> um, what do you think was... No, I'm going to ask you this. Okay. What are some of the best um, habits that you think business owners should develop? It's one that I always recommend that I didn't realize when I start, first started my business. I think it was reading books. I, um, I have been able to grow my business over the years through learning from other mentors that I would probably never be able to, to meet in person or sit down with. But seeing how their mind works and how they built their businesses, reading books and start slowing down long enough to read a book. I think that's a habit that I've built since 2015 that I've really seen helped me grow over the years. And that's that's one habit for sure is read. I read today an hour a day. And that's what I would recommend to other entrepreneurs as well. Awesome. So to definitely slow down and read and learn from others, great. Yeah. yeah. Um, Jude, it's been great having you today on the show. Is there anything else you would like to add? No, just um, be willing to share your story. Be willing to be vulnerable. And you will notice immediately, you will notice how you will attract the right type of client and you'll be able to grow your business. Like, I wouldn't be on this podcast if I didn't want to share my story, right? And we wouldn't connect today if that didn't happen. So that's what I would recommend to every entrepreneur listening at the very least. Share your story. Let people know where you're coming from. Well, thank you for that valuable information, Jude. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Mm -hmm. Thank you for listening to this podcast and hope you will listen to the next one. I'm Lorena Tomasini and you can contact me via email life at malmins.com. Make it a great day.